welcome to the At Peace Parents podcast. I'm Casey, and I'm here to empower you in your decision-making as a parent of a demand-avoidant child. My goal is to share insights that will generate aha moments and support your connection with your child. I'm a mom of two amazing little boys, one of whom is PDA, and I've worked with hundreds of parents just like you to teach them how to lead their child out of burnout and find the clarity, peace, and sense of community they need. What is a cognitive loop for a PDA child or teen? So I'm jumping on here to answer a question that I got from someone in my DMs, and it's also a question I've gotten a few times in the past. So a cognitive loop, how I explain this, and I think it's specific to PDA, is when the PDA child gets stuck between their threat response and their frontal lobe. So what does that mean? And what does that look like? I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit more about what happened with my son, hi everybody, (laughs) over Thanksgiving because he was in a cognitive loop, which led to a big panic attack. And for a parent, this can feel like the rock in a hard place that you're stuck in because like either way you go, there's gonna be an escalation. So what happened at the trampoline park for the cognitive loop was that my son was on a ninja course and he was trying to climb up the course, but he has some upper body strength issues and, you know, gross motor differences. And so he wasn't able to actually do the thing he was trying to do. Right. So so that's a perceived loss of autonomy internally. Right. Like his body wants to do something. He's not able to do it, therefore threat. What makes it a cognitive loop is that his frontal lobe or his thinking brain, his kid brain, who's just like, I want to be good at ninja stuff. I want to climb. I want to do what all the other kids are doing is saying, like, keep trying, keep going. However, his brain is perceiving every time he tries, he's not able and therefore the threat response escalates. So he got into a cognitive loop where he was increasingly dysregulated, but wouldn't stop doing the thing, wouldn't stop doing the thing that was dysregulating him. And so for a parent that can feel like this impossible situation, because if you let them keep trying, like keep trying the ninja course and failing, quote unquote, then you keep escalating, moving towards panic attack. And then on the other hand, if you intervene as a parent, which is ultimately, I think, what my husband had to do, I wasn't there, um, that's a loss of autonomy, any perceived equality, because my husband took him off the ninja course. So there's that threat response there too. So it's, it's a cognitive loop for the PDA child or teen, but for the parent, it's this like rock in a hard place. You can see things going off the rails. So I'm wondering if any of you who have joined have experienced that with your child or teen. Um, It's something that I've experienced quite a few times. I remember the first couple times I noticed it was when my son was much younger. And I remember thinking, like, does he cognitively not understand what he's doing? which wasn't actually the mechanism, right? So I remember when he was like three and a half with this Paw Patrol um, tower and he had these these, um, Hot Wheels that he was trying to put down the Paw Patrol, but he wanted to like build them up and stack them up so that they would lay and not slide off the end of the Paw Patrol tower. But that was like going against gravity and he wasn't able to keep the um 
the Hot Wheels at the bottom from sliding off. But I kept trying to rationally explain it to him. I kept trying to help him. But the more I did that, the more he escalated, right? But in my head, I was like, how does he not understand this? That if you put a Hot Wheel at the top, it's going to knock it off the bottom. But what it was was a cognitive loop. He could not stop doing it because every time he did, it was perceived as that loss of autonomy internally and he would activate. So, you know, I think in that moment, I didn't know about PDA, but I remember sort of intervening and trying to get him away from the Paw Patrol tower. And then he completely escalated and melted down. So the cognitive loop, another example is like, when my son a year ago would play video games. I mean, this still happens sometimes where it's clearly dysregulating him as he's playing the video game, but he can't stop playing, right? And it's a cognitive loop. So from a parent's perspective, it just looks like we're headed towards disaster. (laughs) So I just wanted to jump on there and on here and share that with you guys, because I've gotten questions about what a cognitive loop is. So I hope that's helpful. I'm going to put it on tiles so that the person, people who actually asked me can see this quick live. I hope you guys are well. Oh, I see someone said, yes, every day, multiple times, wants to do it, can't do it, meltdown ensues. We have, and it usually ends in destruction of items. I see it as part of OCD. Yeah, that's another way of looking at it for sure. I look at it as like, but I think the approach to it is different. Like OCD is sticky. So you want to like move them through it. Whereas like, With PDA, it's like I always imagine inside my son's brain him moving between the frontal lobe or the thinking brain and the survival brain um, or the, the amygdala. And it's like he gets stuck between those two. And it's really hard as a parent. Yeah, for a solution. I mean, in the solution, in the moment, like... There's really only two things you can do. You can mitigate by lowering demands, improving autonomy and like living an accommodation lifestyle so that you don't reach that threshold where they get caught. But once it happens, it's sort of getting into the mindset of de-escalation. So that is what I consider a cognitive loop. Sounds like similar to something people have experienced with OCD. I have worked with a family, a couple families whose children had both. PDA and OCD. And I think what matters here is distinguishing what actually helps the child because for PDA, you know, like pushing things, pushing the child past or through a sticky cognitive situation can be, can backfire. Whereas for OCD, that might be the appropriate treatment. Um, I'm not a clinician. I just help parents work through the PDA lens and sort of isolate that variable. So I hope that was helpful. Um, You guys have a great rest of your day. Okay, bye. Thanks everyone for being here with me at the At Peace Parents podcast. This is your source for all things related to understanding, supporting, accommodating, and advocating for your PDA child. To go deeper on any of these topics, check out my course offerings and masterclasses at the website www.atpeaceparents.com. To completely transform the way you think about and relate to your child and to bring peace and stability to your home, join us for the next cohort of the Paradigm Shift program. Enrollment is now open until January 11th, 2023.